With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the best of two pros and a cup of joe with lavar errington brady quinn and jonas knox on fox sports radio The drama that is the NFL offseason continues. Um, this one is uh, is an interesting one because I don't know that anybody thought that it was going to get to this level this quick. We knew that Debo Samuel was looking to get paid because he wasn't reporting uh, to uh, to the 49ers offseason program, and we thought, all right, well, he's just you know he's looking for a contract extension. San Francisco has already said that he's a priority. In fact, San Francisco said uh, maybe a month ago or so that they were putting a money for Debo Samuel and for Nick Bosa, that those were two priorities that they wanted to build their franchise around moving forward. And so we just assumed, hey, you know, uh, something will get done here, but it's going to take a little while and uh, and the 49ers will uh, figure this out and Debo Samuel is going to be a Niner moving forward. And then all of a sudden... Jeff Debo Darlington, yeah, not happy at all. And he Jeff happy. Jeff Darlington of ESPN uh, was reporting that uh, Debo Samuel has asked the 49ers for a trade. And the way that some of the reporting uh, has come out, it seems like this isn't just a contract thing. Debo Samuel wants out of San Fran. He he wants to be gone. And he there was a tweet that he sent out uh, that was later deleted in which he said, three people know the truth, myself, my agent, and the 49ers. So there is some sort of resentment or bad blood going on there, uh, but the stud all-purpose wide receiver slash running bash slash, slash do-it-all for San Fran, their most important weapon last year, uh, does no longer want to be a part of the San Francisco 49er offense. Whew. Yeah, it's a, know, it's a lot. <laughs> sometimes sometimes you, you break up to make up. Sometimes you gotta break up to make up mm. and and that could be what what Debo Samuel is doing right now um is trying to break up to make up and 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 sometimes you know the problem with that may be when you when you try to break up 
a lot of a lot of times it's met with uh it, it's it's not good. It's it's not. It, it you feel as though it's like was the relationship real? You know why are you doing this? You know it, it's not really about how do we fix it. A lot of times I and thought I she wonder, was you. You know it, like, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the lighting was weird. Yeah, uh, I hear you. It, 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 yes. <laughs> now the question is, if if we didn't woke up. Now, and this is the first time I didn't saw you without your makeup on and this, that, and the other, and that's why we waking up. I would like to know who is the one without the makeup yeah. on. Is it Debo or is it the Niners? Right. You know, and that's I think that that's what's going on right now. You you've had you you've had the the opportunity to get to know one another. Obviously, one is valuing you know themselves at this, while the other is valuing that person. At, at another another level of value. If Debo is basing what he wants, if, if what was being offered is now obsolete because of what has been offered and, and paid out to other receivers, Debo Samuel is in pole position along with AJ out of out of uh Tennessee yeah. to to have that feeling because everybody is looking for that game changer. And and some would say, even though regardless, he hasn't done it as long as as some of these other other uh other players that have gotten paid, some would say Debo Samuel is the closest thing to Tariq Hill and what his capabilities are and his impact on a game from anywhere on the field. And there's so, been a lot of uh, Percy Harvin comps as well. A lot too. of Percy Just Harvin, yeah, a, a guy that can literally do everything for that team. And in fact, we were talking about it during the season when everybody was put, putting up uh, the MVP odds, and it was kind of a back and forth between Brady and Rogers. And Jonathan Taylor got a sniff at it for a couple of weeks. Debo Samuel was in the discussion for MVP awards. Well, like, who like did he was more for their team. I I agree. I totally you know, agree. Totally. So agree. usually. In, in the truest sense of the word, when you say MVP, that is the most valued player, most valuable to the team. Yep. We never get that right. Just so we're clear on that, it's it's probably it's probably overstated that you're going to choose a quarterback as the as the MVP of the league, and that that's fine. It's just like how. You never get it really right with the Heisman because it's always going to be generally a quarterback that wins the Heisman. So it's not the MVP all the time. In general, it's probably not. It's probably going to be a lineman. It's probably going to be a, a guy on the defense that does multiple things for you on the defense. He can play safety. He can play corner. He can do coverage. He can play the run. That sounds like the most valuable person that you have on your team. I mean, Aaron Donald should have been at some point the MVP of the National Football League. Yeah. That's a travesty. At some point, J.J. Watt should have been the MVP of the National Football League. That's a travesty. At some point, oh, yeah, they did give it to Ray. Ray did get it. Um, you know, sometimes you just don't see the most valuable guys get the award. And the reason why I paint this picture is because if there was one guy that was most valuable and vital to the success of their team last year that was noticeable, it was Debo Samuel. 
and yeah. now he wants his he wants his dip with his chips. And he uh, and going to the point on the uh, MVP award, the last non-quarterback to win the MVP was Adrian Peterson in 12 and that was you know Adrian Peterson coming off that knee injury, and he ba- he carried the Minnesota Vikings um, yeah. as far as getting them to the postseason, and just the the season he put up was one of the most incredible we've ever seen. Almost broke the single season rushing record, all of that. I mean, Debo Samuel had a monster year for this team. He had over 1,400 yards uh, receiving. Uh, he had uh, you know, know the 365 on the ground like he was he was their all-purpose do everything back and it doesn't one of the things and one of the theories that's been thrown out there is that he was frustrated with his usage that he's being used too much and he doesn't want to wear down uh, as his career moves forward and it's like okay but I feel like that's something that he and the 49ers could still work through and they could come to some sort of a compromise and say, all right, listen, it's part of a contract negotiation. We understand how you feel about this. We'll make some concessions. We can we can direct our offense in another direction. Kyle Shanahan's more than capable of it. It feels like there's something more there. Something was either said in the initial contract offer or the initial negotiation that he can't let go. And we've seen, you know, uh, guys negotiate contracts before and there's some bad blood and they're upset about it. But ultimately, they get a deal done. This feels like it's gone in the complete opposite direction. And I'm just wondering why the hostility? What was said? Let me give you an idea of what that that looks like all right now i know for certain your best friends and best bud with, with scott shapiro and shots out to sky he listens to the uh, show listen uh, he, out, much love he's a colleague uh, he's a mentor um, in radio and uh, we keep right. it strictly business oh, um wow. mentor yeah radio. just uh, you know just a guy who is a uh, really guy to me but i mean there's you know i mean i mean best friends i feel like is a, a strong term i mean uh, okay. we, we simply uh it's it's a professional relationship between now, everybody out there if you're reading between the lines that that was Jonas kissing up and basically saying that Scott's my daddy um anyway so don't worry I say Don's my not anyway so so here's what I'm saying if we found out that that somebody to the same capacity in a morning slot of of another station another channel got paid a blockbuster deal in the same category, sports category, morning AM drive, da 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 this that another. And we heard about it. You know the first thing that we would come into the studio and do? What's that? Come into the studio Jonas Lavar. Lavar. <laughs> jo- yeah, hey, jo- did you did you Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. I, de- I definitely and, and you know what Brady would do? He'd bring it well, on the air. That's what he would do. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what happens next? Now the conversation becomes this is the market. The market has been set. We do a dope ass morning show. We're consistent. We continue to improve. Our audience continues to grow. Our ratings continue to grow. Our our subscribers, our 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 impressions, everything. Can, so um, so what you gonna do? Like, what you gonna do? And if they come back to us and they say, "Oh, we won't come in anywhere near close to that," regardless of if we decide to stay or not, you know what the feeling is on the inside. You're underappreciated. Yeah. And we all have been there. There, Everybody who's sitting there listening to us, if you have put your best foot forward in your job 
there has been a point in time where you felt based off of your compensation that you were underappreciated and you were undervalued. And I'm going to tell you right now, you as an employee feeling undervalued and underappreciated is very different than you being an employee that feels valued and appreciated. And right now, Debo Samuel feels underappreciated, and it 100% has to do with their offer doesn't probably really compare. It pales in comparison to the Samuel and uh, the the extension for for Diggs and and for the Adams deal. It just it's probably just not anywhere in the ballpark. And he doesn't like it. See, but I, I think – I'm just going to guess here. I'm just going to throw this out as to what I think happened. If, if there's a negotiation, obviously, each side is going to give you a low offer trying to get a better deal, and then you come to some sort of a compromise and you meet in the middle, right? Like the, the Raiders and Devontae Adams deal probably wasn't that when they initially started talking. There were some concessions made. They wanted more. They Same with Tyreek Hill and the Dolphins. That's just contract negotiations. It's, it's OBO. You put something on Craigslist, you're going to price it high, but you know you're probably going to settle for a certain amount. Like that's just negotiations. Everybody does that. Garage sales, you name it. I think somewhere along the lines of communication early on, the Niners made it either straight up said this to Debo Samuel and his representatives or alluded to the fact that, well, listen, you're only this valuable in our offense. You're not this valuable anywhere else. And I think Debo Samuel got pissy about it. And I think I think he he took an offense to it and is probably thinking, you know what? You don't think I can be a receiver like some of these other guys? Strictly a receiver? Trade me somewhere, and I'll prove you wrong. That's and, that's just a guess. And just what's crazy about that assumption? It, it 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 may have came in the form of now go back to the analogy of you break up to make up. It may have came in the form of you broke up, but 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 the person that you broke up with was like, listen. I did okay with you, but there's the chance that with what I what I got, I could do better than you. Yeah. I can do better than you. So at the end of the day, either you can stick it out with me and we can be together and we can make this thing work and, until we don't, or you could go somewhere else. But just know, they only want you because I made you hot. Like, there are a lot of people out here that that's how they roll. Like, they looking at you like, oh, yeah, you look good. You look real good. Everybody wants you this, that. Let me take away what, what, what I brought to the table. Oh, you was able to get your hair done every week. Oh, you got your nails done <laughs> every week. Oh, you got other stuff done that don't nobody God knows who, what it is that you did. Oh, you don't have that no more. Let's see how you look now. Where you think Let's you're going? Let's see what that look like now. You ain't got a job. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what it look like now. Oh, and, I, and that might be very well how they're approaching the Debo Samuel situation. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see how it plays out. Now, because once you put it out there the way that, that Debo's put it out there, now things either you know disintegrate very quickly or you, you, you'll you see that there be a quick, swift reaction to trying to make good, make it right. So it'll be interesting to see. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be 
So um, the situation so. Uh, in Miami, and we talked about uh, the Debo Samuel situation with the Niners. We'll have more on that. Uh, you know, the speculation going around uh, where he may get traded and all of that throughout the course of the show. But one of the wide receivers who did set the market, uh, if you will, in the NFL was Tyreek Hill, who is now a member of the Miami Dolphins. And, um, you know, they there's been a lot of changes. Uh, they've got a brand new head coach and Mike McDaniel. Uh, they've got, uh, you know, uh, the Brian Flores saga that did not end all that well. But they look like a team who's added some pieces, feel pretty confident about uh, where they're headed. And it feels like they've got a clear direction uh, as they move forward. And then um, Tua Tagovailoa uh, talked with the media yesterday about some of the pressure and with if there's more pressure being felt there in South Beach and also what it's like playing and, and being coached by one Mike McDaniel. Well, I think pressure is going to be there every time. Um, you know, I don't feel more pressured that we have acquired all these guys, um, but it's more of an opportunity that I get, that we all get as, as a team uh, to show what we can do this year. The thing about being, um, you know, on this team under Mike is Mike doesn't force you to be what you're not or what you don't want to be. If, you know, th- this is how you lead, that's all he wants you to do is lead the way you lead. He doesn't want anyone to, you know, poo that guy to the side, you know, tell him how bad his route was and whatnot and, you know, come back to the huddle. It's more like, hey, you know, go talk to the guy, you know, tell him what your thoughts are. He'll tell you what your thoughts are. You guys meet in the, meet in the middle and, you know, that's, that's what that is. God, he just seems so relaxed now. I don't, there's, there's something missing. Something's different about Miami this year. I don't hey, know what it is. Let me tell you something. He um, was relaxed. But he was on point with his sniperism yeah. that took place. He was sniping right who, who, there. Who, who do you think he was getting after oh, there? Oh, come bit? on, man! Come on, <laughs> come on, brother! That was a sniper shot, uh, right? And he killed. To, he killed it with kindness. Shout out to Brian Flores. Uh, <laughs> so basically, he's saying that they they're allowed to be. Who who they're there's you know, being allowed to be who you are in a team setting and a team environment is one of the most interesting aspects of sport. Because you it's it's when you say staunchly different mentalities and philosophies, some people truly believe that if you don't do it exactly the way they want you to do it emotionally mentally and physically schematically it ain't gonna work they are trying to macro and micromanage every single detail of what each player is bringing to the table you know i'm sitting here and 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 you know i'm at lash building and one thing that i've always admired and, and liked about coach franklin here is in a culture where that that was joe like Joe was not with you. Like you had to shave your face. You could have a mustache, but it had to be, you know, groomed your hair. It had to be cut a certain way. You had to, to act a certain way. You are, it, it was now, old how did school. he sound when he would say that to you? He was like, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 what? get those eggs out of your ears. <laughs> get them out of your ears. What? There's too much facial hair on his face. Wait a you got a little Mike Tyson to him. Well, they're both from New York. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, and, and and here's the thing, right? 
I get the core principles and the values of being a gentleman, being, you know, being groomed a certain way and handling things a certain way. Very, very old schoolish, very, very military. Um, I grew up in a military home, so that's very much how I was raised. And and you know what? As I got older, I became more of a, a I don't want to say a renegade, but I would just I just enjoy letting myself you know, express myself. You know, I got I got longer hair when I got into high school. My sophomore junior year, I you know, I had you know, I had braids and stuff like that. I was I was exploring who I am, figuring out who I am. I almost feel like if you run into a situation where someone doesn't allow you to organically figure out who you are and how it makes sense it can actually take away because you guys don't like when I use the word, but it's, it is a term. Um, it actually slows the growth and the development of what you could truly be because you're not growing in the confidence and the belief that what you're doing is going to eventually work and it's going to be what it's supposed to be because the person that's in charge that's making the decisions is not giving you the ability to be able to get out of your cocoon and and spread your wings and become the butterfly that you're supposed to be. And I think that that's what two is saying. Yeah. You know, and, and that's interesting. It's it just you just go back to like, I don't know what player would feel confidence after what Brian Flores pulled the first year. Like it just look when when you're on the road and like you want to go through I've always been uh put me in a situation I learn more from failing than I than I learn reading a manual. Like telling me, okay, this is what you do, this is what you don't do. No, throw me in there and then it's sink or swim. Like I've always learned better that way. Well there were a couple of sink or swim moments for Tua Tagovailoa his rookie season, and one of them was on the road at Denver, and they're trailing in that game. And instead of Brian Flores letting him go through it and figure it out, he just pulled him. And it's like, wait, what? And then you thought, okay, well, maybe it's a different approach, a unique approach. He just wanted to show him, hey, you know what? Uh, anybody can be benched at any time. He did it again in Las Vegas when they were yeah, playing the did. Raiders. They like, tried to bl- blame it on injury, but he did do it again. Yeah, it's and and so I, I remember thinking at the time, how the hell is he supposed to feel any sort of confidence, especially a guy like him coming off the injury that he had at Alabama, which I think we like a lot of people look past now. That was a significant injury. Oh, and serious. It, and it and the, the hip popping out like that, and then he had you know the multiple ankle surgeries. So he's trying to come back. He's trying to get back to 100% and learn how to play quarterback in the NFL and he's having you know some success early but then he runs into a little bit of an issue on the road it's like all right but this is where you want this to happen if he's your franchise quarterback you'd rather get this stuff out of the way early so you know what you got and he didn't even get a chance and so yeah. I think he, he's going to play, say all the right things because he's a really good kid. And, and everything I've heard about him from, from our, our friends in Hawaii who always glow about him, St. Louis High School, which has been a football factory, a, a ton of all pros and, and pro bowlers that have come out of there. All you hear about him is what a great dude, like great, great kid. Family. Yeah, all, all the way the through. I met the family. 
And just very, very it, humble people, God-fearing people, very, very strong religious belief, faith, and stuff like that. Just very, very humble people. Gr- great reputation uh, through yeah. and through. And he, uh-huh. he's never going to out and, and take a shot directly at Brian Flores being but gone. But that was a shot. I, agreed. And, that was a shot. And, and I think that's it. That's him saying, man, I am so relieved. I actually have somebody that's going to give me an opportunity. If it doesn't work, and, and this is his one year under Mike McDaniel, and they find out it didn't work at least i feel like he's going to get a fair chance and i don't think he ever got that with flores i really don't yeah i don't disagree with that and he made that very clear yeah in his statement and, yeah. and i think he's basically saying like i want to feel the pressure of course but at least i can be me i can you know listen if somebody was dictating to you how you run this show it's not going to be the same type of show yeah. It's just not. If it's Brady, if it's me, if it's if it's if it's one of the, you know, higher ups, if they're telling you to do something as it applies and they're macro and and, and macro and micro, you know, just just managing every single detail of how you get into the breaks, how you get out of the breaks, how you tease what's coming, how you da da whatever it is, if they're dictating it to you in a way where it's not authentically Jonas Knox, the show will will suffer. You know, one of the reasons why our show does the way that it does is because we are organically allowed to be who we are. Now, imagine you get the best of us. We're up. I, I didn't even sleep yesterday. <laughs> like, I didn't even sleep yesterday. Like, I flew in here. Our flight was delayed. I didn't get in here until 1 a.m., I get into my room, you know, it's, it's like I just couldn't. I was so keyed up from from the delay and, and all the stimulation. By the time I was able to, like, kind of settle in, my alarm was going off. And you know what? Because I love doing what I do, because I'm able to be who I am, I get my ass up. I get my ass up and, and, and I get in here and I do what I need to do, just like you do when, when, when you do what you need to do. And we feel the confidence of no matter what the circumstances are, we are going to throw down when we crack these microphones. If I don't have that confidence, if you don't have that confidence, you know what I say after that? Uh, Scott, I need off today. But, <laughs> nope. Not going not going to make it. I'm tired. I got to get some sleep. This damn laryngitis. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> hey, I ain't going to make it. I ain't going to make it. You know, uh, but and that's how that's how it seems like the environment was. Um, unfortunately, you know, in terms of because I wanted it to work for obvious reasons, but it just didn't seem like Flores was making that type of environment. No, and and also the uh, I, I remember having a, a conversation. One of my first uh, bosses in radio, he told me, and I was doing a morning show this time slot, but on the East Coast, so it wasn't it wasn't waking up at midnight like we do now to do the show because we're on the, we're on the West Coast, but it was waking up at you know two thirty three in the morning. And I remember asking him like, "Hey, do I you know do you guys have like a certain you know way you you want things handled like you know?" And I figured he was going to say, "No, there's no of course there's no dress code," but you know <laughs> I, I want to be courteous and not you know disrespect what they already had built there and just you know any dress code or i was like oh you know you're probably good uh you know a polo shirt uh some slacks business casual you know just kind of relaxed and i'm thinking to myself Whoa. bro i'm getting up at three in the morning 
kiss my ass. I'm wearing sweats, and 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 I'm not worried about how I look on radio. Like it's just not happening. But it, to your point, today, well, yeah, I mean, you always I look do. Good today. Uh, but Thank you. to your point, though, if there was a strict guideline, you must be this. You got to do it this way, and this is how it's good. It's like, man, that's just going to push people back. Like you're just gonna, it's going to suffer. And, and the I, product is going to suffer. And I think there was a lot of that going on in Miami, which is also 100%. part of the conversation with Brian Flores because who, Minka Fitzpatrick. One of the stories that people brought up was Minka Fitzpatrick's now in Pittsburgh. So is Brian Flores. How's that going to play out? Because those guys butted heads, and that's part of the reason yeah. why he got traded as well, too. So, um, well, it's a very different circumstance. Yeah, in, well, in Pittsburgh for for Flores than what it was, you know, for them in Miami. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, man. Yeah, it's real out yeah, there, man. You know, it gets real out there, and, and <laughs> once that real get real, and and your your level of importance changes, yeah. you, you don't have that. Like Minka Fitzpatrick got a, got a much bigger contract than that man. <laughs> Believe you me. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to up on game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. And by the way, a guy who is not afraid to take a shot, a shot to the liver of the city of Brooklyn and their basketball team last night on social media. Albert, what's happening? LeVar and Jonas, how are you? A.B. Gargling marble sounds like it'd be dangerous. It does. It it, it, it is uh, not something you want to do. That'd be a that'd be a choking hazard, I think, right? Yeah. Yes. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Probably. And more yeah. than uh, um, more than the ways that we're saying. Yes. yes. Uh, indeed. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you guys don't Very think dangerous. Brooklyn's soft? Uh, yeah, it, it seemed that way. It seemed like uh, Boston uh, got really aggressive, started to D up Kevin Durant, and they just didn't have a lot of answers for him. Just not a lot going right. on there. Uh, yeah, and, and Kyrie seemed. I mean. I don't know what's going on with that dude because he – you would think he'd come out like a house of fire after everything on Sunday. and He almost looked like disengaged, you know? I don't know. It was a weird, weird team. Can, can I ask you a question? When you when you send something like that out that's not NFL-related, whether it's, you know, the Bruins in hockey or it's the Celtics in basketball yeah. because, you know, those are your teams, I'm assuming, do you get – people that give you the stick to football in, in your tweets do you get that yeah, no i i get that yeah good yeah. god and then man. i get like and then i get like you know oh middle-aged guy from the suburbs is calling somebody else off which is fair <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> so uh yeah but they're calling you out <laughs> right yeah yeah it's like, the like, hypocrisy like, now, the... It's, like, like, it's, like, it's no longer become a basketball issue it's now you know about <laughs> so 
Oh man! Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's get into the uh, big story that came out in the NFL yesterday. Apparently, Debo Samuel is not happy in San Francisco. Uh, he wants a contract now. Apparently, he wants to be traded. Uh, how the hell did we get here? I think role has a lot to do with it, you know. And I think there are two pieces to this that dovetail into one thing. Um, you know, obviously they started to use him differently second half of last year. Um, you know, to some degree, out of necessity and. Like and, and it's just, it, I think it's what made him so great last year is how unique that role was. Um, but, you know, like they were using him. I mean, this wasn't like using him like out of the backfield occasionally. Like they were running like power with him, you know? Like so, yeah. like he was running inside the tackles and taking sorts of hits tailbacks to, you know? And so I, I think at the end of the season, part of it was like a, a role thing. You know, it's like, do I think that I'm going to be able to have a long career playing this way? You know, and then there's the second piece of it, which is he does view himself as a receiver, um, despite you know, having the ability to do all of those different things, which, again, I think makes him great, makes him unique. Like, he still does view himself as, you know, the same way a Stephon Diggs would view himself, the same way, you know, Devontae Adams would view himself. Um, and, you know, if you look at the numbers last year, the back half of the year when he started playing tailback more, he was like sort of the third wheel in the passing game for them behind George Kittle and, and Brandon Ayuk. And so I think it's a combination of those things. And I mean, maybe not a full trust that if the Niners, um, yeah, maybe, maybe it's just not even getting assurances from the Niners. They wouldn't want to do that again with him. And, you know, I think this is for him about, I'm not going to be one of these guys that says it's not about the money because even though I've been told it's not about the money and I've been told money is not central to this, I've learned over the years that it's always about the money to some degree. Um, But I do think that there's a piece of this where it's like how he views himself in the next five to ten years of his career, how long he wants to play, what sort of player he wants to be. Um, And I think he's having a hard time envisioning those things playing out in San Francisco. Albert, the the – the owners' meetings just concluded not too long ago, and you were there. Um, I, I just wonder, and, and looking at how these these affairs are being handled by the players and how much social media has become a thing connected to everything that's going on um, with players these days, it, it, it has turned into the new way of – combating or or letting the public know letting the people know um what's going on their dismay or discord with what what the situation is has there been has there been any type of like discussions that you've been privy to or that have ensued just based upon kind of i, I don't know is it is it uh, let's just say rules of engagement Will this continue to be a deal? Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know that this is – I know they say all press, all media is good media. I don't know that this trend is, is a, as good a trend or is, is good for business if I'm NFL owners. Uh, well, LeVar, I think um, they like the fact that they've been pretty consistently in the news cycle. You know, um, in the greater sports news cycle, because obviously the NFL has its own, but you know, kind of like you know, above the fold, and newspaper barely exists anymore. But above the whole fold in the sports section every day, you know, mm-hmm. um, and like I, I think that there's an element of that. That's what the league's always wanted. You know, like that the league has always felt like 
it could create some sort of year-round product. And I can tell you just as somebody who's covering, it feels like the season never ended, you know? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think there's that part of it that the owners are happy about, that people are constantly talking about football now. Um, I think the other end of it is really interesting, which is the – and I think what you're getting at is control and whether this affects the quality of the game and all of those different things. And quality of the game, we'll see. You know, because I do think football is a game that takes continuity, takes guys playing together to be played at its highest level. Um, you know, but there is that, that that control piece, and I think really what's changed it, right? Because it's not like social media is brand new. I, I think what's changed it isn't so much the behavior of the teams that hold these players. It's the behavior of the teams that are pursuing these players, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah. Like if you go back five or ten years, teams valued first-round picks differently, right? And teams were very hesitant to give up first-round picks. So if you had a player five or ten years ago who was really upset, well, you know, it's not like you had this like handful of teams just waiting out there with like a first-round pick, a second-round pick, and then a bunch of lower-round picks willing to give them up for your player. Those sorts of trades didn't happen five or ten years ago. And I think with the Rams' success um, and, you know, other teams doing these sorts of things, now if you've got a player, like, that's upset this way, that's going to go make a stink on social media and demand X, Y, and Z, you've got an escape hatch that didn't exist five or ten years ago, you know? Um, you know, and so I think, like, there are some good examples of it from this off season, um, but I, I think it's really the last couple of years that have built to this. And, you know, really, I think it's like the Rams' willingness to part with their first-round picks has been part of it. Um, and I think that that's, you know, led teams and their analytics departments and everything else to examine these things a little closer. And I think it's just, you know, first-round picks being valued a little bit differently and teams being willing to part with them, making it a little bit easier when you've got a star player who's upset to look at all of your options instead of just saying, no, we're drawing a line in the sand and he's playing here and nowhere else. Uh, Albert Breer joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. You can get him on Twitter at Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter with the MMQB uh, here at Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. Um, So uh, as far as Debo Samuel goes, is this fixable? Because it feels like we've gone from, you know, stage one to stage 10 of unhappiness for Debo Samuel. So are we looking at a trade is going to get done? It's just a matter of when. I don't know. I mean, the Niners haven't shown a great um, Niners haven't shown a great willingness to do that, and I think that's part of the reason why it went public. Um, you know, I over I, like just having like dug around a little bit yesterday. Um, it sounds like the trade request went in a little bit ago, um, and that these discussions have been happening for a while. And the Niners have worked really hard to try to keep a lid on it. Um, because they are trying to fix it, and they are willing to pay him, and they do want to bring him back. Um, and they do see him as a unique player and somebody who is central to what they want to do offensively. Um, you know, but I think what the, what this effectively does, and we've seen this, right? Like what what, what 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 these sorts of things effectively do is they bring out, and so like the Niners don't have to declare him available now. The Niners don't have to do anything. Now it's out there that Debo Samuel wants a trade, that he's asked for a trade. And so, like, really now, like, the Niners are going to figure out what other teams are willing to part with Debo Samuel, and they'll be able to value Debo Samuel. So, like I said before, like, now it's like 
you get to see, okay, like we got the option of trying to ride this out with Debo Samuel and trying to make it work, or we got this team willing to offer this, this team willing to offer this, and this team willing to offer this. And so, um, you know, I think every player in the league has a price. Everybody's got a price for what they're willing to go back to their teams for, and everybody's got a price as far as what their teams are willing to part for them, uh, part with them for. So, um, the Niners, I, I think Debo probably has a number in his head of you know maybe what it would take potentially to go back to the Niners. Uh, maybe the number he wouldn't be able to say no to, but he's said no to any sort of negotiation to this point. Maybe they put something crazy in front of him and it fixes it. I don't know. Um, and then there's the other end of it, which is um, you know the Niners probably have a price in their mind that they wouldn't be able to walk away from if another team offered it to them. We'll see if the rest of the league values a guy who obviously had a very, very unique role in San Francisco. What are the conversations taking place about Miami? Obviously, we got the sound from Tua, and yeah. as 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 soft spoken and as humble a young man as he is, he made it very clear that he was not able to be who he was, and the direct shot and the aim and the fire was at uh, was at Flores. Yeah. What what is what's the conversations coming out of Miami? right now in terms of where Tua is and the current state of, of the team? I think the best way to put it, LeVar, is the owner wants to find out. The owner wants to find out now. And I think we've seen, um, you know, like the way these things go, when you draft a quarterback in the first round, you generally want to have to have an answer after three years because that's when the guy's eligible for a new contract. That's when you're going to have to make a decision on his fifth-year option. Um, and so, you know, like – you, you look at where the, the, the Cardinals are right now with Kyler, you know, where the Browns were last year with Baker Mayfield, how awkward that got after they went into the fourth year without a new contract. Um, you know, that's sort of a year out for the Dolphins right now. And so what do they do? They bring in Mike McDaniel, who runs a very quarterback-friendly system, who's going to be able to do some things to make Tua comfortable. And by the way, like Steve Sarkeesian, who was Tua's offensive coordinator at Alabama, like actually ran like a version of Shanahan offense when he was in Atlanta. And so there's some carryover in what Sark did at Alabama and what McDaniel's going to do in Miami. And then, you know, I think you get to a teammate that will help you figure out who Tua is. And so, okay, like what you do best is you get the ball out of your hand and get the ball to your playmakers. And we saw you do it in Alabama and you played this fast, instinctive game when you had all those guys around you, the Judys, the Ruggses, the, you know, the, 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 the Devontae Smiths. Well, like now let's see what that looks like in the NFL. And he's got Jalen Waddle there now who played with him at Alabama and had 100 catches last year. You give him Tyree Kill. And so now you've sort of set it up where we're going to get answers on Tua. So do I think they're sold that Tua's going to be their quarterback for the next 10 years? Um, no, I don't think they're sold on that yet. But I think they're hell bent on trying to find out this year. Uh, Albert, uh, we got about a minute left, but I wanted to ask you. Uh, I saw Trent Balky say uh, that you know they were still kind of up in the air as to what they're going to do with the number one pick. You buying that? And and who are some options that you think are more likely than not to uh, to go number one overall to Jackson? Yeah, I think you know I I can I, I the sense around the league is that um that that Trent is sort of hearing um, the criticism and has heard the criticism um, and is sensitive to the way that the organization is perceived right now. And, like, I know there's a feeling there that if they don't take Aiden Hutchinson, it's going to look really weird. 
Um, now, the, the issue with taking Aiden Hutchinson number one overall is if you just like a double off the wall and you're not really swinging for the fences with the first overall pick. You know, that said, I mean, if the guy's floor is Ryan Kerrigan and his ceiling is T.J. Watt, that's not bad, you know. Yeah. Um, so, like, I think that Hutchinson's still the leader in the clubhouse because he is the safe play here. But they've done a ton of work on the offensive linemen. And I don't think that that should be ignored. Doug Peterson's history, uh, if you look, like when they were in Philadelphia and what they were able to win with when they won that Super Bowl, that offensive line had Jason Peters and Lane Johnson and Brandon Brooks and Jason Kelsey on it. And so, you know, I know what the head coach believes in and what the head coach believes is the best for a young quarterback, and that's to build up the offensive line. So um, I do think Aiden Hutchinson's, you know, probably the leader in the clubhouse. I think Trevon Walker's in the mix, too. But I wouldn't ignore how much work the Jaguars have done on the offensive linemen, in particular the three kids who will probably go somewhere in the top ten, Nikki Aquanu, uh, Evan Neal, and Charles Cross. Uh, get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. Uh, always good stuff. Albert, uh, hopefully we'll do it again next week. You going to be in Vegas for the draft or what? I'm not. No, no, no. I think I'm I, – I normally I just need to be by my phone, so I, that's where I'll be next week. Yeah, very good. Uh, all right, so it's probably safer that way, to, to be honest. Yeah, well – you know, yeah, I, Vegas might not be the best place for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, good stuff. Uh, we'll do it again. Thanks as always, man. All right, thanks, guys. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote 